0: And welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. Follow me on Twitter at KCSG. Follow the show. More importantly, uh, at HEFPod uh hef pod on facebook is facebook.com slash hef pod uh all the ways english language news and notes on the untracked uh videos in terms of match highlights it might be limited due to uh some regional issues you know highlights and all that sort of stuff <laughs> uh <laughs> links to po- our podcasts and so much more uh, the laughter in the background you hear is Roman and San Francisco is here to break down two matches and uh, drink through a preview of another. Roman, how are you?
1: Am Tag, als Ante traf. Und alle Bayern weinten am Tag, als Ante Rebic traf. And history will repeat itself. Yeah. Yes. Um thank you Brian happy to be here of course actually I'm not that happy but I was actually before we started <laughs> podcasting I was listening to that song and uh, it gave me a good it brought my good mood back you know so we already beat Bayern in May for an important match and uh, yeah maybe it is just time we, we 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 do it again you know and Ante Rebic, he's got to score we're going to win Bayern will cry and I know we should first talk about the past before we enter the future, but I just had to, you know, my, my good mood that I just have right now after the depressing weekend, uh, I just had to let that out. Sorry for my singing. No. <laughs> no problem.
0: Uh, speaking of letting it out, goodness me, dog. You just kind of let it out. Is that what you really think about the performance at the weekend? Well, I can't blame you on that. But before we get to Eintracht versus Mainz, second leg of the Europa League finals, Eintracht
1: Frankfurt. Eintracht. And Chelsea. Eintracht. Uh, I leave it at that. I don't do the penalty.
0: Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm the word for penalty is actually uh, kind of dodging me at the very moment. Was it?
1: Elf meter schießen. Meter schießen. There we go. Elf, the number eleven, elf meter, meter, schießen shootout. Like eleven meter shootout. One word. (laughs) 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 i've
0: got so much to uh, get better at when it does come to my german pronunciation so instead of insulting more people in the process let's get right to it eintracht frankfurt fall to chelsea fc in honorable fashion team that performed way better than well not way better but performed better than its opposition it's Just at the yeah. end of the day, you have to make your penalties and not shoot it right down the center,
1: exactly, but hey, you know overall, I'm like after the match, I was actually pretty proud you know of the team, totally disappointing, absolutely, of course, I was dev- devastated about the results, but the game was just super cool. I mean, I saw a team. A game, you know, like uh, we were actually watching with some Bayern uh, people that joined for lunch. So we were, uh, we had some friends over that were visiting, visiting San Francisco, and uh, so we were a good crowd for a uh, lunch, lunch uh, watch parties. Are usually not that big, but this time we were about six, seven, six Frankfurt plus two Bayern uh, supporters, right? So um, a good crowd. And they were impressed, right? They were really feeling it. So those um, um, Bayern fans, they were really feeling with Frankfurt. They were rooting for Frankfurt. They were, um, uh, yeah, you know, so it was a catchy game. They were really, it was a game we we were proud of, uh, you know. I think it was a game you can be proud of, yeah.
0: Going out honorably on penalties, it, look, it's really tough, but the fact of the matter was... Eintracht really played a strong game, and we deserve to Absolutely. have nicked another goal in there somewhere. Yeah, you know we, we had, had amazing perform. Yeah, we had chances. We had amazing performances uh, from some players and some players who came off the bench, who I criticize openly all the time. May stepped up to the plate. Uh, look, at the end of the day, penalties are a real crapshoot, and I would have preferred more of the players who were involved in Eintracht's uh, more recent uh, penalty shootout wins that they have had in the last couple of seasons in the Pokal, taking uh, the penalty shots. Uh, Nothing against uh, Hinderlegaard and Paciencia, but I would have wanted, you know, uh, those top-end guys taking the penalties because, hey, guess what? Uh, You converted in a clutch moment previously, and why not do it one more time but hey what what can you do at the end of the day
1: I would, I would, I'm, I'm tracked I was, yeah I go was ahead curious, oh sorry I was curious to see to know why Hinteregger I mean he was the magic of the game right I mean like mm-hmm. he was like even the joke like we watched the we watched uh, with Spanish commentaries uh, the match right and like the way the uh, the, the Mexican guy pronounced Hinteregger, you know was like so funny <laughs> And, you know, and he said the name like so many times because obviously uh, Hinteregger was the one who who made it possible for us to even go that far, right? I would even say without Hinteregger, we would have not even gotten to the penalty shootout. Um, but he was running his heart out. And, okay, now here comes the, the bad part, the the bad um, interpretation mode of, of myself. But you could see that in the penalty shootout, you know, he was tired, you know, he was done, I don't know why they made him shoot. Even though my theory, of course, goes goes out of the window when Paciencia, who was basically totally fit and uh, you know who didn't uh, have ninety or a hundred and twenty minutes in his um, in his legs, why he couldn't score. But uh, oh, it's just so annoying, disappointing, and annoying and everything.
0: Yeah. Look, we brought him on for Gasinovich. I would have brought him on earlier because Gassinovich, look, he ran himself ragged, but he was exhausted. Full, flat-out exhausted. One of the better performers on the pitch, in my mm. opinion. And yep. I give Gassinovich quite a lot of stick, And for me, I thought that Paciencia just... He seemed more of a passenger and, I don't know, sounds really, really kind of petty of me, but I very much was like, Really? That's all you had for hmm. us? Because, look, when we have brought on Paciencia, usually coming off the of bench uh, to get a performance out of him, he usually does provide because he gets involved in the match. Now, I won't say that, like, in the 118th minute that you can't get involved in the match. I just think that it very much was... a Huta, if he was going to bring him on, should have brought him uh, on after the 90 minutes just to kind of have an, a, a uh, fresh pair of legs that will be able to run and run and run. Like, they brought on, uh, who was it? uh, Higuain, mm. uh for Giroud. Uh, Giroud, I thought, you know, he... Good Lord, I kept on thinking, dear God, uh, every single moment that you have yeah. is going to be the death of us. Uh, we kind of, as a defense, were able to really hold firm in that, but I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you, you can only judge uh, the kind of substitutions that we did make on basically kind of what was going on at the time, like Ravich and Alea. That was the right sort of substitution. Guzman had to go on for Rolda because mm-hmm. of Rolda's injury, and now he's going to be out for the rest of the season. We wish him the best of. And the best of luck in his surgery and a speedy recovery as well. But for me, it still very much was, you know, uh, Alea coming on. I mean, when he did come on, when he did, I wanted to have him and Pass. I mean, if, if Hudra knew that he was going to be making that substitution, that laid on in uh, regular time. Just yep. put Alea and Paciencia on both instead of waiting to kind of let Gassinovich run himself ragged, he was already starting to show signs of tiredness. And then that would have been a second really tall body that they could have uh, launched a long ball or two up to. Just saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. But... uh... Yeah, there was just a, a depressing <laughs> ending, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, you know, if they always say, or or hätte, hätte Fahrradkette, or wäre, wäre Fahrradkette, as they say now, you know, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I think we, let's, uh, but hey, you know, as they said, we always need uh, a second, a second run you know, in order to, uh, to make it, you know, with a Dave Bepokal, uh, we, we, we had our trial first and then the final finish. And this time the same thing, you know, we just gotta go next time.
0: Yeah, I agree. And the thing is we now, uh, when it comes to the Bundesliga, pretty much have another cup final sort of match, uh, which is gonna be fun to go into, but we can, uh, Looking back on our European run, we can do more uh, in a follow-up podcast to this to kind of break down, yeah. you know, the great moments of our European run. But for me, I think the what you could take away the very most from this match was actually, you know, 10 minutes after all the Chelsea fans who didn't sell out the stadium, I think yeah. it was like 4,000, 6,000 tickets, under capacity, and all the Eintracht fans stayed there, singing, cheering on the team, telling them how much this meant to them. Because, look, this is the deepest run that, for one, a Bundesliga club has done since in a decade. It's been a decade since a team had gotten this far, and the last one was uh, Hollis Val versus Werder Bremen. A uh, semi-final. Yep. So you were guaranteed to have a German team get into the final. And that was the last time you ever saw a German team in the semifinals or final of this competition. That's how special this was from a Bundesliga standpoint. And for our Eintracht fans, this is... I mean, sure, there's plenty of them who remember the 90s where we were constantly making runs into Europe sure there are the guys who might remember the 1979 1980 run to the final and where we beat uh BNG you know yeah uh, but even during that, know, that time is-
1: like it wasn't that we were like going for like semi and, and, and stuff like this right so yes we did like Europa League or the UEFA Cup from time to time but usually we were out fairly early you know like you know so it's not that we uh uh, that even in the nineties, at least to what I remember, I may be wrong, but at least to what I remember, it's not that we were like the the kick ass team you know who who were wild in 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 the europa league um but yeah, we deserved it this time, though, <laughs>
0: yeah, we just deserved it. Just a little bit more. We wanted it a little bit
1: more, but we couldn't. Especially get, with this. F- um, sorry, fucking Chelsea. You know, that's like the. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, I know. And now, because of our efforts, uh, well, we, no, we put in a great effort, but because of the efforts of teams from Holland and Spain, uh,. All four semifinalists uh, from England are going to be now in the finals. And they're all, all four teams in each of the two major finals. Yeah. This only, uh, are English. So, Ugh. Uh, mm. <laughs> for anyone who follows European uh, sport, this is going to, this they're going to be cooing about this for a long time to come.
1: Yeah, but in all seriousness, I know they're now doing this whole thing. We're like, Oh my God, the Bundesliga is so, so gone and so far away from, from, from the top. Not at all. Not at all. It's just one time. I mean, I remember like, I remember just a few years ago, there was like Germany Bayern in the, in, in the finals, you know, and everyone was like, where's the, where are the English teams? And the English teams used to be out just a few years ago, like, Always before, uh, um, right before like the semi finals or the finals, you know. So it's, uh, it's, it's just a come and go. So now, right now, it's the English time. The Spanish are going to come back and then the Germans at some point are going to put their teams back together. Who knows? You know, let, let Dortmund win the, uh, win the championship. Maybe they can put together a better team next year, you know, that can again compete with, um, uh maybe a little bit better internationally you know so so much stuff can work you know maybe frankfurt maybe we become the new uh big team you know in in europa if we for some reason qualify for um uh for for champions league and uh, you know there we go you know who knows so much so much shit can happen speaking of champions league
0: we'll be talking about that in just a second now as Sorry? we get right to uh uh, it is time to move on from Eintracht versus Chelsea. Uh, we can kind of have more of a season recap, as I mentioned, in the yep. upcoming podcast. And, uh, yeah, Roman, it's time that we get to... Look, I hate losing to these fucks. I hate <sighs> losing to fucking minds. I know I keep on being told, dude, it's not a... Ryan Main-Dobby is not, you know, it ain't real. Yeah. But... To me, it still rankles me to, I mean, poor finishing, you know. I mean, we didn't take advantage of the fact that we had, you know, we were able to win possession. You know, there are free kicks around the box that we could have gotten involved in. It was, oh my god. Look, the guy who they picked up, well, they picked up him on a free from China, you know, in Anthony Uja. The guy was not really that good as a Bundesliga player to begin with.
1: He shot two goals. I mean, two goals, like four in total, um, and two out of those four against Frankfurt. You know, it's like the most annoying thing in the world. But that's typical. That's like my old diva. You
0: know, the moody diva hasn't
1: returned, Roman. That's the question. I hope not. Almost, almost seems (laughs) like. Well, you know. Okay, let's let's give them some lame excuses. They were tired. You know, they um, they were exhausted. They Let's were exhausted, but uh, I mean, you know, a few few players. Like I was not happy with Jovic, for example. Like not at all. You know, I didn't. Uh, I, I thought he played a bad game. Fallet also. I don't know. Maybe Fallet is also. Why is he back in the in the standard quad squad now forever? Like all the time. I mean, I get it. You know, like in Europa League where uh, where where like Touré, for example, was not uh, uh, able to play, um, mm-hmm. but. I don't I don't get it. Why is it always uh why is it always Fallette now? Why is he now the um the big player? So Yeah, I was a little bit uh disappointed about this. Also, um and this I've been saying already a couple of times, I don't know how public though. But like Da Costa, sorry to say, but you need a, he needs a break. I mean, I love Danny Da Costa, don't get me wrong, right? and he's i think he is he's absolutely important for our game but a tired da costa is just not the da costa that we need you know we need a fit da costa and uh that's what i don't get like is chandler actually that bad you know that's the big question like is he or or what's the what's the reason behind that you know so i don't know so this is yeah the first time kind of like i'm i'm not really I don't want to say it's my, my Hutter critique, but it's something that I don't understand, you know. So these are the things that I don't really get. You
0: had Hutter criticism after the first when we looked like but the first handful of matches. Yeah,
1: but then he converted me to a Hutter fan, right? So that uh, like, it's my <laughs> first my first critique after you know, a long Become time. A because fan. he's a he's a coach I usually totally trust and I still do. So for me, my my explanation for this is that there's something wrong still that there's still something wrong with Chandler right so mm-hmm. it would be interesting to know how Chandler and even that Haler was coming uh, so late on because obviously I was hoping for the uh, for the buffalos you know with like uh, Haler um, Rebic and Jovic um you know something like something like this or maybe if one of them were tired you know and put pas paciencia from the from the beginning i don't care but you know like this is something where He needs to, I don't know, maybe he needs some more experience with the players, you know, how they can perform and how tired they are, how how not tired they are. Uh, Because obviously if you ask them, they're going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I can play because they all want to play. I mean, like, they're fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got crazy, awesome players. They always want to play. And even Rebic, you know, the way that he was pressing and he was attacking, uh, like, constantly, you know, not uh, giving... Uh, mine's uh, uh time to breathe um the defense was horrible like Kazeba I wasn't that f- fan of and uh yeah but fuck why did we why did we lose this match I was yeah it's just unbelievable because that that that, that would have been the easier one instead of the one coming up on Saturday
0: uh hundred percent agree I would also point out the fact to people who might have forgotten. Uh, we gave up. Remember that late goal, John Anthony Brooks of Wolfsburg, that snatched away two points from us. There, you know that would have meant that, or you could even look at the Hertha match, where mm. let's be honest, they uh, should not have been a draw. Those two matches there, for me, were more in keeping with the, you know, what the heck was going on. Shoot, that really sucked. Whilst yep. this, I put a lot down to just the fact that the guys in general are exhausted i think there's a enough in the tank for just want yep. just the one more match and a half because that's kind of what it takes to play against byron but even then you're it's a it's a tall order and we'll get into that in just a little bit but i mean No, there was no one who stood out. I, I, I had. Sorry for the late, long pause, but I had to really think about who stood out, who did well. I just look at the team and I'm like, you know, uh, Fernandez. Like, what? I, uh, I don't think he he didn't play in the Europa League. Uh, why wasn't him and his fresh legs able to kind of, you know, get things done? Mm. Uh, it's really annoying, but at the end of the day, also we can only play with what we got, and I'd like to think that uh, we could have like offered more. We were we were beaten; like we were not a team that deserved to be getting the full points. But you know, where was Toro? You know, making his appearance. Yeah, where, yeah, especially since world is gone. You know, Torre could have been on there. Chandler is, like you said, there must be something going on, and that's why he didn't play. But I don't know. I don't have the interest to that. It's just, oh, so maddening. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Two nothing to mines, fucking mines. Sandra Swamp led mines. Those goals were scored by Anthony Uja, who is not who is not even half uh the kind of player that you, that Jovic, Rijvic, Nalea is, and yet he banged two in. So annoying. But then again, this is one of those matches that just makes me want to just punch a wall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It
0: sounds like I'm getting over emotional here, but I don't care. I hate losing to Mites. I l- just, just, I just don't like them. Uh, they are not a team that I've ever enjoyed us uh, playing against. You could say the same thing for Darmstadt, but you know, at least with Darmstadt, you knew that they were only around for just like the one year. Yeah. And Mites just is that uh, cockroach that you try and cut off its head, and yet it keeps on living.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's the most, uh, it is the most annoying thing, uh, this whole, especially to minds, And they don't, you know, they had nothing to go for. You know, there's, they, you know, didn't do anything, but it was just, uh, yeah, I think it was just, Frankfurt was way too tired, couldn't concentrate, was like the, maybe still from the, you know, the the bad energy from the, uh from the Europapokal match. But literally what I what I think, and that's maybe the mistake, if you would have uh, given a few more a few other players the chance, they would have played better to Mainz. You know? Um that's what I think was maybe the little mistake because that's what he what Hutter what should have done. You know, given mm-hmm. as you say, Toro and some of these guys more of a chance and uh, and they probably would have done better. They would have had a great chance to play, and it would have been the perfect timing for everyone. And all of these players then had like even a few more days to recover for the Bayern match, right? Exactly. Um, you know, because so look, if we
0: had rotated the entire squad and then got beat, you would have then been like, "Well, shit, we were rotating everybody to save the legs all for Bayern." Yeah, mm-hmm. but we had to rotate, right? Yeah.
1: As you say, like, um, you know, it would have been totally fine. We would say, shit. Okay. Now this is the, uh, the, the dues we have to pay because of going so far in the Europa League, right? Absolutely. Um, but now we're paying the dues, but we haven't even tried to, you know, avoid it, paying it, you know, so that's that kind of where, um, yeah. But, you know, afterwards, you know, it's always, always easy to complain. Um, but even if we would have won like one or so, it would be okay. We still got the Bayern match ahead as well, you know, so. Oh, well. Indeed,
0: indeed. So, it's <sighs> been a rough... Few. I know, Roman, I know. It's been a rough few matches. Uh, we have earned two points from our last uh, five league matches, so... Uh, quite a run to be going on uh, when you're heading to Munich, knowing yep. that you need to get a result and stuff around you just more than likely will not be enough. But let's kind of focus, uh, before we focus on that specifically, also the Bundesliga itself, uh, let's get into our fra- favorite uh, segment. Yeah. Hashtag, what are we drinking?
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> We need some drinks. That's for sure. (laughs) That is for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. You want me to start? I'm just go ahead and I just start. Uh, Oh, yeah. 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 I'm having uh, my last bottle of uh, pear cider, Magnus pear cider. Mm. Um, I'm just taking a photo right now, and uh, yeah, it's not like I think I said that last time. It's a bit sweeter. It's sweeter than the Frankfurt apple wine. But uh, you know it's okay. It's it's doing its thing, so I'm uh, I'm pleased. But I think after this, I'm going to need some whiskey.
0: Well, uh, well, I was tempted to bring out the whiskey, but I think I might be bringing it out in either celebratory or commiseration fashion for next week. Just saying. Uh, Broke out the wine, uh, on this, uh, this time around. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. The wine was broken into, and I have just finished it off. Uh, I have, an Italian Chianti, uh, if I got that pronounced wrong. No, you did I apologize, good. but, uh, yeah, uh, well, that glass was a lot fuller when I started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same when thing. My, my bottle is almost enough. empty. There's
1: just a little rest uh, in there. But.
0: Uh, right. I love a good red. And, uh, yeah, this the first time offhand that I can remember having a Chianti in a very, very long time. And, uh, yeah, it tastes pretty stinking good. But then again, have enough of it. We'll most anything will taste good after a while, right, Rowan? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well,
1: here, wine... wine. See my VWs there. Like the wine-wise... Oh, horrible. Uh, sorry for my pronunciation here. So, wine-wise, uh, California is actually not the best, even though people would say all the Californian wines. But then I really like the Californian wines. You know, so they're not my my type of shit, you know. So... Yeah, they only have like the uh, on the white and the on the darks. They have the Pinot Noir, which is not that bad, right? On the reds, but on the whites, they only have the uh, um, the, um, the Cabernet Sauvignon and the uh, Chardonnay, and I don't like both of them. So I'm wine-wise, I'm not really happy here in Cali. They don't have like my my Dornfelder or Riesling or you know all this kind of stuff that I kind of like when I'm mm-hmm. at home.
0: Yeah, I hear you on that. Uh I haven't I mean, my next plan to when it does come to going out to the Eintracht, more than likely I'm not gonna be rolling solo, so uh to appease other uh interested parties. I'm probably gonna have to uh get really stuck into the German wine. Good lord, there's so many different kind of options uh, you know, especially with the Rhine River not too far away. Yeah, from, exactly. Uh, Frankfurt. Uh, but you know, with so many reasons, so many fruity, uh, wonderful white wines. You know, from yeah. crisp to dry, and all of the things in between. You know, I mean, there's there's so much that you can probably uh, go out there for in Germany. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, I look forward to drinking all of it. And if I run into any people who listen to Hey, I'm Dark Frankfurt, uh, I will toast to you. And, well, here's hoping that I don't make an ass out of myself.
1: No. <laughs> actually, you know, like when you do this, you know, let me know because my favorite, my favorite, uh, white wine, right? So I'm actually taking a photo right now because I brought a bottle from Germany. Um, I already have an occasion where I'm going to empty, but this is actually, uh, this, the Hessische Staatsweingut, right? I mean, like the Hessian state winery, so to say. And they have a, uh, a, a brand or a, um, the Kloster Eberbach, like the Eberbach mm-hmm. Abbey. Um, and their Riesling is ooh, it's my favorite. And when you go there, it's really cool because the the abbey um, is the the place. You've seen the movie The Name of the Rose with Sean Connery. Uh,
0: I'm aware of it. I've never uh, watched
1: it. Yes, it's like it. this 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 old uh, Middle Age um, uh, in, in the in the Dark Ages um, uh, movie, you know, this crime movie, and it plays in the in this abbey actually. So it's a uh, um, it's one of the oldest, uh, one of the very old buildings, um, from the time. And th- in this area, they do the Kloster Eberbach. So that's my favorite wine. So listeners uh, in Germany or wherever share what, uh, what is your favorite wine? Um, send us a photo. What are we drinking? We always want to hear what you are <laughs> drinking when you're listening to the podcast or in general, you know, we like to know what people drink.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That all being said, that's going to wrap up this episode of hashtag segment of hashtag not the episode we yet. Not stay tuned, yet. stay tuned. We're not stopping yet. Just <laughs> just the next. More Hey Eintracht Frankfurt on the way as we talk about the Bundesliga and, of course, our penultimate match against the reigning uh, record uh, that that is Bayern. So stay with. <laughs> And we're back. Hey, Andra Frankfurt went to just had some fun discussion and for hashtag what are we drinking roman before we start talking about uh what to expect against playing bayern uh you know it is what it is but uh it does come down to uh, playing off against uh those mm, what's the right word to describe bayern in a derogatory way but is still yet, you know, nice. Eh, there's no way around it. Look, we can't wait to beat the crap out of those SOBs. And, you know, we can then give Niko Kovac the proper sending off that he's probably going to receive in just a matter of weeks' time because he's got the Polka finale where he's playing against Leipzig. Dear God, if he loses that, I think the rest of Germany will just revolt. Roman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's two weeks away, but let's make our predictions for the Pokal because uh, we love talking about anything that has to do with uh, 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 with the Fußball. I mean, is Leipzig depriving Bayern of it? You know, if things go no, uh, well on the weekend and they don't win the Bundesliga, uh, do we want Bayern to win the Pokal because Definitely. it's Leipzig?
1: Huh? Yeah, totally. In this case dude like I like Leipzig they're like I don't you know they do not deserve they any the title They are the evil empire? No Leipzig they, they don't deserve like the dirt under my fingernails you know like it's uh, <laughs> you know like as much as I do not like Bayern I do like some of their supporters especially here in in, in San Francisco I mean the the Bayern crowd and I'm good friends with them and they're they're super nice so for them you know I, I say okay I'd rather have uh Bayern win this one, but especially Leipzig. Like, I hate Leipzig to the... uh Sorry, that's the wrong word. I hate uh uh Red Bull teams in general, and I hate Rasenball Leipzig. I like Leipzig, the city, and BSG Chemie Leipzig, you know, so this is nothing against the city or the area or anything about it. You know, I hope that... I wish Leipzig had uh, a Bundesliga team, um, that was not sponsored by um, by this uh, horrible drink manufacturer. Um, oh no, Did I say sponsored? Owned by this uh, drink manufacturer? And uh, yeah, so you say I, owned, but I know
0: how they would probably say, "No, no, no, no! We only own lo- we only own Salzburg. We only own Salzburg."
1: No, they got rid we of it. They got rid of this. They only that they, they do. That's the. Uh, uh, they get rid of Salzburg officially, I think. I mean, they're still mm. in their summer. I don't know. It's just fucked up, you know. Leipzig. I don't like. I said they don't deserve the dirt under my fingernails, and uh, and and so they shall not win the title. And especially, we're going to beat Bayern uh, on on Saturday. And um, sorry for my friends uh, uh, that that uh, yeah that I will be watching the game with with my Bayern friends, but uh, you know I will be rooting for you in the DFB Pokal finale, but not. On Saturday, so my Dortmund friends, fan uh, friends, they will be happy. So, yeah. But we get to that uh, later. Yeah. So, what? What indeed, do you think? What's, what do you want? Who do you want to um, win?
0: Is it bad that I just want uh, both teams just to play out to like a twenty-five, you know, penalty kick shootout that everyone fell asleep to and. You know, the players are absolutely knackered and you're having to go to a second round of shootout. And despite the fact that the keepers have now shot twice, they still have to go on and on and on. Wouldn't that just make everyone just go absolutely crazy watching the match? And I guess at that point Bayern could win. I don't think I would really mind all too much. But I just want everyone who has to watch that match to suffer as much as humanly possible. Yeah. That sounds a little uh, crazy, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> the problem is, you know, that somebody will win this game, you know, and it's not even it you yeah, really can true. say, okay, so, uh, let's hope that the players of uh, teams are tired for whatever, you know, it's um, since there is no game afterwards, you know, it's nor Bayern in some kind of Champions League final or Leipzig anywhere, so... Um, I don't know what's the next ga- next game Frankfurt in China. Actually, it's another thing we need to talk about. Because uh, obviously now we're yeah. going to China.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: can we put that off for another week? Yes. Because I absolutely. don't really want to talk about that. But uh, yeah, so our Chinese tour uh, that we announced, uh, kind of made mention of a couple weeks ago. Uh, Eintracht Frankfurt in Val Wa- ba- ba- Wolfsburg. <clears throat> I know I'm not even going to give them the proper pronunciation. Eintracht and Wolfsburg will be going out to China uh, this late May uh, because they are no longer involved in the Europa League. Uh, yeah, we'll be playing a couple matches uh, therein. Oh, I think I saw Shanghai and Beijing as uh, two of the places, I think. Uh, I've had to make uh, double check on that. Uh, but now that... in Just kind of in case anyone is like... Why the hell are we going out to Asia? Look, the the Asian market is like the fastest growing market for the Bundesliga. They're consuming it at an absurd level. And in China specifically, they like the Bundesliga more than the Premier League. And, well, let's get, you know, five ten thousand 10,000 more fans buying the shirts uh, whilst we go traipsing around Europe uh, for the 2019-2020 season. And here's hoping that uh, wherever the heck the final of the Champions League is at, they're in, you know, that the Eintracht is going to be, uh, you know, participating in that. Wouldn't that be a wonderful story, Roman? Uh, Eintracht Frankfurt don't make the Europa League final, but we do get to go to Istanbul uh, for the 2020 Champions League final. Not that. Would that. be something else, way you better know, than. My Baku. theory
1: is we should my 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 best bet would be uh, to get to the group stages of the Champions League and afterwards go down to the Europa League because I think winning Europa League is gonna be better than uh than just one match in the Champions League. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I think, I think in Champions League uh, you got to be really lucky, like kind of like Amsterdam, you know, to make it that far. But you know, imagine we qualify for Champions League. Let's just imagine this, even though we we lost to Mainz, and I'm still putting up these hopes. But anyways, anyways, imagine you win to Champions League, uh, to Champions League. You go through the group stages. You get like 30 million bucks just from that, right? Um, And then you go to Europa League, and then you win that thing. That'll be like that'll be on the drawing board. That would be what I would put up.
0: And guess where the next Europa League final is going to be? It's not going to be in fricking out of the way Baku. It's going to be something a lot closer to home uh, for Frankfurt fans. Can you, you take know? a guess at what country it might be?
1: I don't even know which one. Yeah, is I it? do.
0: Gdańsk. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, is that close enough for you? Uh, yeah. And I mean, shoot, it's a historic city, a historic seaport. Uh, considering it's not very far away from really any team in Germany, I should like to hope that uh, we'll be able to uh, make good on uh, bringing a lot of fans there. Uh, I did have a look at the stadium, which was a part of the, uh, what was it uh, one of the uh, locations for the 2012? Uh, European Championship co-hosted by Poland and uh, Ukraine. Stadium capacity is about 45,000, so smaller than the Komatspank Arena, the vodstadion, which is a little depressing, but, you know, you know like just a couple of years ago, they hosted it in Basel, and <laughs> Yeah, Basel Stadium is smaller than all but, like, Wolfsburg, Mainz, Augsburg, and, uh, Leverkusen, which, I mean, says enough right there, and that was a host of, uh, a European final, so one can only hope that, uh, once the new, uh, renovations and everything else that are put into place, uh, for the Stadion is that, you know, our stadium could actually host this final going forward. I don't think we'll ever, this stadium might ever host a Champions League final, but I, Damn sure that uh, Eintracht Stadium could host the Europa League final, but that's just me. Roman, uh, we should probably make hints to a certain competition that Eintracht had been playing in, and we're at our final match. Uh, the Bundesliga has its final match weekend match day Oh, before. I thought we laughed a
1: little bit about the uh, hamburger Sportverein, about the highest foul. Uh,
0: we can, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> Let's just some, laugh we'll, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, let's move on. Okay, next yeah, topic, sorry. Yeah, in case anyone was wondering, uh, Erste FC Kuhn confirmed themselves as champions of the Zweite Liga. They went down with the Haas foul, and the Haas foul is nearly mathematically confirmed to finish in fourth place, meaning they don't go into automatic promotion, and they can't go into the relegation playoff place. That is still yet to be determined by Paderborn, who I really would prefer in the playoff place just because they are who they are. and No one likes them. And it would really not add anything to the Bundesliga. Or, and I would prefer Union Berlin to go up because, let's be honest, that's a team with a lot of fans. And you can have a City uh, der- uh, Derby uh, between yep. Union and Hertha. And that would be quite a spectacle goal indeed. So. I would
1: agree. I want Unión to come up definitely. That's uh, even though I've to admit the relegation Hamburg-Stuttgart. That would have been again two games I would like to see, but uh, exactly. apparently this is not going to happen. So for, but yeah. it's going to be Stuttgart and Paderborn. Of course, for for Stuttgart that's the better game, and I think also for uh, for the Bundesliga itself, right? Because it kind of at least secures, you know, uh, or it makes more likely that Stuttgart is going to. Uh, gonna gonna stay in the league, which by name I prefer, even though I don't like them. But you know, <laughs> I'd ra- I'd rather play against Stuttgart than against Paderborn Put it that way.
0: Exactly, exactly. So final match day goes like this: Bayern Munich in first place on 75 points. 73 points is Bruce Dortmund, who were able to beat Fortuna uh, Dusseldorf uh, at the weekend. Bayern Munich and uh, Leipzig uh, played to a nil-nil draw, thanks to VAR. <laughs> uh, kind of comical uh, implementation of that one there uh, so the nil-nil draw meant that Dortmund was able to pull within two points of Bayern Munich now the goal difference is 18 so Dortmund the only way that they can win the title is by beating Borussia Mönchengladbach currently in fourth and Eintracht beating Bayern currently in first so that would mean that Dortmund would jump into that and also, in the meantime, that the Eintracht, who are now in 6th place on 54 points, would be able to leave from Bruce gladback We would need a little bit of help, as Bayer Leverkusen and Gladbach are tied on 55 points, just separated on based on goal difference. And Leverkusen is visiting Hertha Berlin, who have mm-hmm. nothing to play for. So, more than likely, Hertha Berlin is probably going to pull this one out of the fire, because when a push comes to shove... Uh, they win when nothing is on the line, and they lose whenever. Yeah, but on the line.
1: yeah, exactly. So that's why. it's... Not, I mean, like, look at us with minds, you know. So it's not, not that obvious sometimes. So hopes, hopes up.
0: Indeed, indeed. Um, in the meantime, so like, uh, because it is, uh, two teams have already qualified for the Champions League who are participating in the Pokal final. Um, it goes from fifth place be, uh 5th place being the only automatic qualification to the group phase to 5th and 6th place automatic qualification to the group phase of the Europa League, respectively. And what usually would go to 6th place of the league goes to 7th place, and that is the Europa League qualification uh, uh, position currently uh, held at present time by Wolfsburg. Uh, won't in fit with 52 points. One point behind them. Is Hoffenheim, who have a vastly greater goal difference uh, than Wolfsburg or Eintracht or Leverkusen or even Gladbach for that matter? But it is physically impossible, it is mathematically impossible for them to qualify for the Champions League, so they can only aim for Europe via the Europa League. And Hoffenheim actually takes on, guess who? Uh, Werder Bremen. So Werder Bremen on 50 points. In theory, if they can get a little help with uh, Wolfsburg losing uh, this weekend, they can jump into seventh place, but they need a lot of help in in, in that regard. Smart. So, yeah, it is a. I mean, the relegation is set with Hannover and Nuremberg uh, both going down. Weirdly, with Hanover winning at the weekend, they currently occupy 17th. So, they'll actually get a little bit more TV money. Uh, by just finishing seventeenth, over finishing in eighteenth, Stuttgart, uh, deadlocked at sixteen for the relegation playoff, and for me, it's quite an interesting tussle, uh, at the top with Wolfs with Wolfsburg, Hoffenheim, Bremen behind the Eintracht, and Gladbach and Leverkusen above us. In addition to the fact that you know we can personally uh crown. Uh, who will be the next uh, Bundesliga title winner? And uh, in case anyone has not been paying attention whatsoever at this point, uh, the Bundesliga matches are gonna go like so: so Eintracht in uh, sixth, we're gonna be taking on uh, Bayern Munich. That's I mean that doesn't get better, bigger or better than that. You have second place Borussia Dortmund taking on fourth place Bayern. Uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach, that is also crazy, crazy, crazy big because uh, those two matches that I just mentioned basically will decide whether Eintracht is in the Champions League and who gets the title. Whilst you have uh, excuse me, uh, Bremen versus Leipzig, as uh, Bremen played Hoffenheim this past weekend. Uh, Bremen versus Leipzig, that could be very in- uh, an interesting one therein. You have Hertha versus Leverkusen in Berlin. Uh, That's also interesting in terms of um, even if the Eintracht get the win, we're still a point behind them and need them to not pick up the full points. And then you have Mainz versus Hoffenheim and Wolfsburg versus Augsburg. Each of those teams still trying to catch up into Europe. Roman, it isn't going to be anything but dull weekend, to say the least.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be funny because usually, uh, let's say, the top is the boring part of the league and the back is the interesting part. So this time it's totally reversed. Imagine Mm -hmm. it would still be interesting about relegation. Like, that would have been a weekend, you know. Uh, But here it's only... uh, The front is interesting, right? And, Mm -hmm. And we're still mingling in the whole thing. I mean, with... Champions League is still possible. Is odd. I mean, the odds are not good, um, obviously, but um, you know, but they are there. Uh, and if we win or draw, and uh, Dortmund wins, and uh, what's the other one? Um, uh, Leverkusen, Hertha. Yeah, exactly. And Hertha wins. You know, boom. And and we're we we made it, right? So. Uh, but, so we need to win and a draw, or... Uh, just not and, lose. Yeah, just not lose, and we need Dortmund to win. So that's obviously the uh, uh, um, the other big thing. And, yeah.
0: I'm okay with, you know, us winning and, you know, you know, Bayern thinking, oh, this is all said and done, we got this, and we punch him right in the mouth because... The guys are focused for just this one. This match is really, for us, a final. Because then, I mean, in theory, if it blows up in our faces, this could be bad. Because, in theory, Hoffenheim and Wolfsburg could both leapfrog us. Hoffenheim's got a better goal difference than we do at present time. So, you know, we could be level on points, but be below them. And if Wolfsburg wins as well, uh, just saying... Um, and being outside of Europe after making it to the semifinals of the Europa League would be a killer blow. Though yeah. so one would have to wonder if, you know, that did happen and, and, you know, maybe just one of those, uh, buffalos gets sold off because, you know, Hey, gotta move money yeah. and such. I mean, in theory. I mean, the reason why Leipzig uh, did so well uh, this spring. Uh, did you know that they have not lost a match since match day eighteen, the first match of the Rook Runda? That is a heck of a run. This has allowed them to ensure Champions League for next season, and that is a lot of money that will be flowing their way, all for making sure that they did not qual- that they did not go into. Uh, the Europa League knockout phase, And they were able to make it to the Pokal Finale, which, you know, in terms of planning, hey, that worked out well for them. One can only plan, but let's be honest, uh, we want the Champions League now, because why not strike with the Irons hot?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of still is in our hands. We just need to beat Bayern and then we have a, a great season. Yeah. I mean, it's always tough to say always like there's a, you know, when I say these words, um, I kind of do feel a little pain, but you know, they just got to be said. And I think it's easier. So here's the thing, I think it's easier to win against Bayern on such a day where we got a whole week to recover, to prepare, where we have, um, Where we really need to win, you know, where Mm -hmm. everyone knows this is the last game of the season, it's the most important game in the season. It's easier to win against Bayern now than, let's say, five weeks ago when Bayern was like in between, uh, you know, Donetsk or or something. You know, where, (laughs) where, uh, where you say, okay, we're gonna lose that anyone who cares. This time we cannot lose it, and we shall not lose it. So that's why um odds wise um I gotta put some money actually on uh, of course, betting is nothing you should be doing, but uh, I might have to so put some money legal in
0: certain states, legal in certain states
1: yeah, it is illegal uh, here in California as well, but know. yeah, yeah Nevada would be the state where I could be doing it. But I do have a VPN and I do pretend I'm in Germany when I open my app. So alles is gut. It's all possible. But anyways, um What's the quota? I'm gonna tell you in a second what it is. And uh yeah, so we, we must we must win this thing. And um and then it's all good, you know? And even maybe Bayern they can still be champion, you know? We win Dortmund uh, draws, right? That would be enough for us uh, to beat Leverkusen. So we win, Dortmund draws, and uh, um, uh, Hertha wins, or also draws, and, you know, we're we're done, you know? So it's all possible. All combinations. Everything's possible. As long as we win.
0: Everything is possible. Uh, By the way, I did uh, double-check that it is a foshan uh china uh that eintracht will be facing off against wolfsburg uh uh, in terms of uh the stadium there uh this is one that was uh you that i guess was used a little bit for uh uh the olympic games if i'm not mistaken but anyways you know uh eintracht going out to china uh that's now officially on but uh in the meantime, we have only one thing to focus on. Roman. It's yeah. Eintracht versus Bayon. It is a classic,er of all classicers. <laughs> uh, we get to play Kovac again. Only this time, we don't have... That we aren't just, you know, walking around... Well, we're sort of walking around like zombies. But at least now we have been shocked by Mints. And now realize that, hey, if we want this, if we really really want this we've got to go at it we've got to get it we've got to punch them right in the mouth And we need to remember what it was like when we beat them nearly yep. 12 months ago to the day we need to remember what it felt like and we need to freaking go step on their throats and rip it out
1: Brie uh, uh- very viol- violent uh, but uh, <laughs> why not <laughs> i
0: mean look when we played them right before christmas those guys were yeah we got I, I seem to recall us not playing badly but we lost badly at the end of the day and against Bayern, I'm like, you know what? We need to punch them right in the mouth. Someone sque- Someone kick Lewandowski right in the testicles. So he goes down and screams like a little girl. Someone push, uh, someone keep Gnabry, you know, from running rampant. And someone, you know, strong arm Leon Goretzka and Joshua Kimmich. Because I really don't think that Thomas Muller really has uh, the legs in him anymore. And wouldn't it be hilarious if Jovic uh, gets six goals to top Lewandowski, uh for the schuster Kanon? That will be—I mean, that will be some poetic justice. But yeah, I know it's always—how many thinking. goals did you say? Six. He, there's a yeah. There's five goal margin between him and Lewandowski at the moment. Hmm. Wouldn't that be amazing if he just went off like he did against uh, Dusseldorf? Yeah, okay, I but mean, I mean, it's
1: it's kind of like a so if you would bet on a zero six, right? You would get <laughs> thousand like on each <laughs> euro, you would get a thousand <laughs> euros, right? So the odds are not really there. In all fairness,
0: <laughs> I mean, I know, but you know, well, a, a guy can dream, can he?
1: <laughs> I I'm, I'm telling you what I'm, what I'm uh, betting right now and what I'm uh uh what I'm guessing that should be the right way and that is a 1 one two three four for Eintracht. Um I'm going to put 1 euro on it and I get 70 out if that's going to be the score. Uh so you know can't go wrong. 1 euro you yeah. can
0: notice. Uh, hey, you'll t- be able to buy a drink for everyone in the bar.
1: Yeah, exactly, but we're in San Francisco, so it's not really, you know. Sh- you know beer is, beer is expensive here, uh, so I, and I need to get the to money happen. somehow. That's always the toughest with these uh, with these uh, services, right? So, uh, yeah, but I am uh, I'm, I'm trying my best, and so 1-3 will be my guess, and I'm telling you how it's gonna happen because uh, the first thing is Dortmund is gonna score early, then they're gonna put the news up in the stadium, then they're gonna be nervous, Bayern is gonna be nervous, and uh. And then Frankfurt scores the first goal because they're getting nervous. Then a second goal by Frankfurt. And then Bayern is going to score one more goal. So it's going to be one, two. And they're going to really try again to win this thing because that's basically what they will be needing or at least to equalize. But then Gacinovic is going to run (laughs) 70 meters, right, on a lone goal. And just <laughs> scores, and it's going to be 1-3.
0: <laughs> Does that sound familiar, folks? Uh, I don't know where I would have heard of
1: that, oh, that of, of, uh, stuff happening before. You, you can't make that shit up, you know? So um, uh, um, that's why 1-3, one, one, uh, 1 euro, and uh, you heard it if, uh, if I disappear for some reason. It is because I won seventy euros.
0: <laughs> well, Roman, I think uh, that is a bold enough prediction. As is, I'm only anticipating a. Uh, well, I'm not as optimistic. I think we can get
1: a uh, two-one win. All right, that's good. That's uh, that. That would be uh, fifty bucks.
0: Yeah. Thing is, I anticipate Byron score like us knocking one in, uh, like early on the first half, and then us knocking a second one in right as the half is about to end. And eventually, Byron gets one really late, and the pressure is just on. And you know what? It won't matter what happens because I don't think that Bruce McLaughlin is going to be uh, over. over. don't think that's going to happen at all. I can't, com- I have no confidence in them winning it, even if we are winning, because, you know, it's Dortmund, and they can. They only know one thing to do when it comes to clutch situations, and that's to collapse like a, like, you know, a cross. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to win, folks. It's going to happen. Good, it's going good to
1: Good enough for me.
0: <laughs> Gosh. Can't wait, Roman. Uh, It's going to be some exciting times in the Saga, indeed, this weekend. Did you know that we're going to be on Big Fox, Homer Simpson's Fox, the home of the NFL, and all those other kind of programs that are on there?
1: Who do you mean we elect uh, the podcast of... Frankfurt.
0: The, the the Eintracht match? It's going to oh, be a big Oh, the Eintracht, Eintracht match. Of course, because we're playing
1: Bayern. But that's, you know.
0: Final match day. Well, they thought, oh, this one between Bayern and Leipzig, it's going to be so big. And, yep. Well, I mean, it kind of was, if you want to look at it in that sort of way. And uh, now uh, Eintracht versus Bayern is what's going to be on major fox you can of course watch you know if you wanted to they are supposed to have like a apparently they're going to have a conference going on on one of the other channels so that could be kind of something fun you know if you're watching eintracht on tv you know put that on your laptop or on your phone the uh needless to say with 11 matches going on all uh you know, with all the matches, uh, with nine matches going on all at once, uh, one can only assume that uh, plenty of fireworks will happen. Uh, just saying, because, I mean, phew, there's plenty of fireworks that happened last uh, last uh, Saturday when I watched the Bundesliga. At my favorite bar to watch the Bundesliga, the home of the Bundesliga in Kansas City. That is KC Beer Company. Roman, where are you going to be watching it?
1: I'm going to be watching with the whole gang. So I'm putting this event together, right, for the whole Bundesliga. Obviously, the Bayern guys and uh, we were going to watch together. So the Mia San Francisco. But parallel on a different screen, the Dortmund guy, the Borussia von Bay, uh, they'll be watching. I don't know if there are any Gladbach fans, but no matter what team you are supporting of the Bundesliga or if you know somebody in the Bay Area that likes to watch any Bundesliga match, tell them to come to Danny Coyle's... In San Francisco, it's only at 6.30 a.m. So the perfect time to pop a Tecate or any type of beer and enjoy With we, I think there'll be a big crowd. Yeah, I think we'll be getting a big crowd together. I think Frankfurt-wise, we'll be 5, 6, 7, 8, uh, depending on um, who else is joining. I think Bayern the same, like 10, 12, 14, who knows? Dortmund the same will be a good big party and hopefully I mean okay the cool thing is there will be tears there will be joy there will be disappointment and there will be frustration and and one team will lift the meisterschale Exactly and uh I hope we will be on the joy and happiness side
0: Shame we can't win the Meistershow. That would be amazing, right now. You know, that would yep. put me out of my, that would put us all out of our misery. Needless to say, yeah, uh, we can only dream about next year, right, folks?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, because Adi Hutter, he knows how to win the national title, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Did it with Salzburg, uh, then after building for a couple of years, was he able to finally do it with young boys, Ben, uh, knocking Basel off of their perch. I guess you could qualify Basel as kind of the Bayern Munich of the Switzerland football scene, in a way. And, uh, yeah. yeah, he was able to do that. It just took him a lot of years, and they had to do smart purchases, you know, a lot of smart money. But then again, you're also doing, and at the end of the day, it's still a lot smaller uh, toys to be playing with than in the Bundesliga. Yeah. But anyways... On Network Fox, so uh, your local Fox uh, channel, if you don't have a cable package, guess what? You all need uh, one of those little antennas to hook up to your television, and guess what? It's just like the old school terrestrial TV, terrestrial Fox has got the track match. The first time this year, well, eh, they really don't show all too many matches. Uh, the Bundesliga on that channel, but you know, hey. Yeah, so all you, you need to do is get thing? on Amazon,
1: get one of these little antennas, hook it onto your TV, and boom, I think you it will cost watch live. Twenty bucks.
0: I think it costs maybe twenty bucks, and guess what? That's twenty dollars, that you never had to spend it again, unless, of course, you break it in half because you get angry at the dog uh, who just chewed up your slipper. And as has happened uh, on one occasion, I can recall this year. Uh, that was fun. How to replace that thing? But anyways, so network Fox is where you are going to be able to watch the Eintracht Roman. How can we get in contact with you in the social media landscape of the world?
1: So you'll find me on Twitter uh, on SF Bay Eagles uh, or Instagram Roman Weishaupter if you prefer this one. Since I now yeah, have a public can... account, you know. Oh, make, public account. Uh, what I have a private have and watching. a public. So yeah. <laughs>
0: There you go. Uh, At KCSGE if you want to follow me, Brian. Definitely. And more importantly, follow uh, at HEFpod on Twitter. We love to interact with fellow Eintracht fans, whether you are in Germany, whether you are in the United States, whether you are in the UK, Australia, Saudi Arabia, or like one uh, who contacted us a little while back, Madagascar. Trust me, that that was a weird one that kind of reached out to us at that point in time. And, uh, yeah, you can also follow us on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash H-E-F pod. Uh, All the latest news about Eintracht in the English language can be found there. So, Roman, one more match. One more to go. Let's freaking do it. Uh, Thanks, fans, for listening. And uh, remember, wherever you are able to download the Hey Eintracht Frankfurt podcast give us a friendly uh, give us a like and friendly review uh, also send important critiques if you have them to hey at gmail.com we will read them and address them in due course as we do with all of them so uh, from episode 96 of hey Eintracht frankfurt thanks for listening and cheers